Welcome to the Sunlight Corgi Fan Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is our second episode. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about some research we did on real Hittite warriors from Wikipedia, the world's most reliable website. Wow, it's like based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. This battle's actually in the Bible. We summarized the entire plot of the Hittite warrior in less than 30 seconds in the speedy summary. Uriah's father's dying wishes for him to go to Harasheth where he'll find a man named Sisera. Next up, we'll hear from you, our devoted fans, and from our really, really devoted fans, the ones we made up, in fan mail. I would have awesome karate fighting power. I didn't think karate was invented back then. After we discuss your thoughts, we'll look deep, deep into the mind of Uriah the Hittite in Behind the Scenes. That was really funny how it was Tamar saving Uriah instead of Uriah saving I know, seriously, I bet he wished it was the other way around. And finally, we'll hear a song from Tamar Swift. Thanks for listening! Welcome to the Sunlight Corgi Fan Podcast. We are not affiliated with the Sunlight Company. We are just fans discussing the Corgi World History Books. We also follow the Corgi five-day schedule, which means that we will have one episode once a week. Each episode, we will discuss one book. The book for this week is Hittite Warrior by Joanne S. Williamson. The book for next week's podcast is Dolores Book of Greek Myths. We want to hear from you. Email us at corgipodcast at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash corgifans. Okay, so in 1906, they were excavating in Hattusa, and they found this underground royal library. What are you talking about? Well... They found a royal library, and there was these clay tablets in there, and then they wrote stories on them, or like laws, or or set peace treaties, or procedures for cult ceremonies, like how to sacrifice to the gods. Oh. And most of the archaeologists didn't think the Hittites were real, so they just ignored what they were, well, didn't ignore what they were finding, but they didn't believe think it was, in it. Yeah, they didn't think it was Hittites. Well, where'd they hear it from? Where'd they hear Hittites from? It's in the Bible. The Hittites oh, so are they in the didn't Bible. believe the Bible? Well, I guess so. Wow. And, and actually, today, if you're in Turkey, you can go to in- Istanbul Archaeology Museum, and you can actually see the tablets. Cool. And also, there's a peace treaty from the Battle of Kadesh between the Hittites and the Egyptians under Ramses II's rule, and this is actually the battle that's in the book that so the- Hannibal and Sisera died. So the book is actually part real? Yeah. Wow, it's like based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. This battle's actually in the Bible. So the author, (laughs) she took the battle and then she took one of the people that was in the battle and then invented invented a backstory. True lies. (laughs) And actually you could go to United Nations in New York City and see a copy of the peace treaty. Well, I want to go there and see it. (laughs) And they even proved that the Bible is... True that the Hittites do exist, even though they didn't believe it themselves. <laughs> they disproved themselves. And this leads us to today's discussion of the Hittite warrior by Joanne S. Williamson. By Joanne S. Williamson. By Joanne S. Williamson.
Now it's time for the speedy summary. I challenge Katie to accept this. I accept, <laughs> and I'll do it in less than 30 seconds. What? Okay. One, <laughs> two, three, let's go! Uriah's father's dying wishes for him to go to Harasheth, where he'll find a man named Sisera. On his way to Harasheth, he joins a caravan and saves the young man's life, whose name is Hannibal. Before he can leave to go to Harasheth, Jotham, a young man who made friends, steals a child that was supposed to be sacrificed to the Canaanite god. Jotham kidnaps Uriah so that he will not tell the people of Tyre that he stole the child. So together they go into the hills where the Hebrews live. Uriah goes to leave for Harasheth and is kidnapped and taken to Sisera, the ruler of Harasheth. They fight a battle against the Hebrews, and in this battle, Hannibal and Sisera die. In the end, Jotham is reunited with his true love, and Uriah marries a girl named Tamar. Hey guys, look, we've got some fan mail. Oh, here's one from Mike. He lives in Kirby, Arkansas. He says, There was so much more in fighting in that book. There were so many times when I thought Uriah was going to die. I wish I could be as good a fighter as Uriah. He was so cool when he saved Tamar from the guys that were trying to kidnap her at the well. Hey, I've got one too. And this one's from Cassie from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I thought it was so cool how even though Uriah started out to dislike people who could read and write, he ended up as a scribe in the very end of the book. <laughs> Uriah changed in so many ways. It was almost like he was a different person. Love, Cassie. This one's from George in Kenmore, Washington. Jotham kind of freaked me out. I never liked that guy. I never trusted him. Even at the end, when Uriah brought Mahitabel, I still didn't completely trust him. I was waiting the whole book for Jotham to double-cross Uriah or do some other dirty trick. Spectacly, George. <laughs> this one's from Lily. It was sad how Uriah never stayed with one friend. He switched from Jotham to the Hebrews to Moses, then back to the Hebrews. I think the book would have been better if Uriah had a friend that stayed with him the whole time. Lily. By the way, we have a special guest star in this section. His name is Max. Say hello, Max. Hi, this is Max. In my letter, Mike said that he wished he could be as good a fighter as Uriah. If you guys could have any of Uriah's qualities, what quality would you have? Like, I, that's a hard um, question. I think I would be the same like fighting quality. Like being a good fighter? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I um, think that I would try and be brave because throughout that whole thing, I mean, Uriah was scared sometimes, but most of the time he was really brave and was going to face all the bad stuff that was happening to him with a good, strong attitude. Yeah. Yeah, I would want to be like him fighting-wise because he was so strong when he was fighting and he wasn't a baby except for when his horse died. That was really sad. Oh, yes. Yeah, but that that was an exception. Max, if you could have any of your eyes qualities, what quality would you have? I would have awesome karate fighting power. <laughs> I don't think karate was invented back then, but I could totally see that. <laughs> Actually, then samurai power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, Casey, what did Cassie have to say? Well, Cassie was talking about how Uriah changed so much as a person into someone lovely. Yeah, he really changed a lot in that book. Yeah. I think that one of the big ways that Uriah changed was how he was really, really racist in the beginning of the book. He hated Egyptians, and he was full-blooded Hittite, and he was very loyal to his country. But then at the end of the book, one of his best friends turned out to be an Egyptian. So 
I thought it was really cool how he changed from being really racist to being more accepting of all the different ethnicities. And there's also a very good surprise at the end, who that Egyptian is. Yeah, how almost this turned out to be the pharaoh. That was so cool. I was not expecting that. He was so nice, too. He wasn't like, well, I'm the Egyptian, so you have to do everything for me. He was really humble, and he even saved your eyes' life a few times. Yeah, I liked Moses because he was like, I am the ruler, but I am not going to be mean. Max, how did I you think your he changed? changed by instead of being like, Whoa, you're a different person and with different blood. I am going to destroy. But now he is like, Oh, I am happy now. I like you guys. Yeah. Like how he had that thing for the people with blue eyes. And towards oh, the end, yeah. it was like a little less violent. Yeah. Why was he after people with blue eyes? Because well, a, man a with blue eyed man killed his, killed his father. Yeah, That's why. so in the fight he was really discouraged, and then he saw someone with blue eyes, and he was like, grr, I'm gonna fight him, and then so His towards anger the end, was though, aroused? Yeah, towards the end, he wasn't as intense about people with blue eyes, which I thought was a great way to change. Oh, yes. Seriously. So, and my letter was from Lily, and she was talking about how he never really had the same friend, and she asked, what do you think about Uriah not having any consistent companions? I think that it would have been really good for Uriah to have one person that was always with him. He left Jotham because he was going to be in grave danger. And then I thought after he met uh, Moses, the Egyptian guy, that they were going to be best friends and stick together till the end of the book. But then uh, Moses wanted to go back to Egypt, so I thought that was kind of sad. But Tamar stayed with him. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about it, Max? I think that he should have had some good buds because it's always good to have some friends around. If he did have a friend, what do you think he would be like? Well, he'd probably be really strong like him. If I could think of one, I would probably think he would be like Almosis because Almosis was so kind and awesome. Yeah. I think he would also have awesome karate samurai, brutal fighting cowboy skills. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I thought it would have been really cool if his companion was a girl. It was. Well, true. Tamar on the end. Yes. And then Max's letter that he read, why don't you talk about it, Max? Okay. Oh, from George? Yeah, I think that he should have trusted Jotham more because Jotham stuck up for what was right and gave the kid another chance to live. The kid would have been dead and... He just didn't believe that Jotham was going to do any good. Yeah, guys, if you knew Jotham, what would you think about him? Would you think he was sneaky? Would you think he was weird? Would you just think he needed someone to, like, be his friend? He needed someone to be his friend. I totally disagree with you guys. I think I'm with George. As soon as I read about Jotham, I was like, this guy, like George said in his letter, I was always waiting for him to do some dirty trick, or I was waiting for Jotham to betray Uriah. What made Jotham so repulsive to you? Because he hated everybody, and even when people were trying to be nice to him, he never let anyone be nice to him, and he was just always mean and sneaky, and I just never liked him. I had a bad impression. Where, was anybody else suspicious of Jotham when they were reading the book? Not till the end, but when he, he kind of changed like towards the war part of the story. You think it's just Sophie, or was anybody else suspicious? 
I liked him towards the beginning. I thought that he would be Uriah's friend for a long time. And then he stole Javin, the kid that was supposed to be sacrificed. And then towards the end, at first I was like, oh no, he, Uriah and Jotham are going to have a huge fight. But it turned out it was just that Jotham, I don't know. <laughs> so if you want to send us fan mail, you can send it to us at podcast at gmail.com. Or you can also post it on our wall on Facebook at facebook.com slash fans. So you can reach us two different ways. So, Casey, what did you write? Well, Katie, I wrote a journal. That's cool. Like a journal entry from one of the characters? Yeah. That's super cool. Who's writing the journal entry? Urena. Oh, Uriah? Yeah. <laughs> so you want to read it? Sure. September 21st. Tamar and I had the most horrifying thing happen to us. Scary slave traders were at the river and so were we. I wish that we ran away, but we didn't. <laughs> I was so afraid of them, so I picked up a hard but beautiful rock and threw it like a madman. <laughs> That's awesome. It hit one of the scary men. Now I was even more afraid. And so was Tamar. They were running at us now. I carefully aimed and threw a rock. I really wish Tamar had run for help, but of course she stayed. And I'm scared more than ever. They grabbed me tightly. I cried out in pain Uh-oh. and terror. Suddenly, but roughly, I was free. And the scary men were on the dirt at Tamar's feet. <laughs> she had saved my life from those mean men and hit them so hard that they fell to the ground. She's better than Uriah. <laughs> we ran as fast as we could back to the camp. Sheesh, that was one scary day. <laughs> That was really funny how it was Tamar saving your eye instead of your eye saving. I know, seriously, I bet he wished it was the other way around. Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah. He was, like, trying to act like a hero, like, oh, I'm going to save Tamar. But then it turned out that she actually saved him. Girl power. Girl power. (laughs) Well, that was really interesting to hear what Uriah was thinking in his mind during that time with those scary slave trader guys. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> I think that should have been in the book. That was awesome. But it was in the book. Well, yeah, yeah, it oh, was yeah, in the book. It's just like, yeah. like a journal that. entry. That was so funny how she like hit him on the head with the club and then... <laughs> didn't you read it? That was... Uh, I didn't actually... I forgot about that part in the book, so I was like, that's awesome, Casey. That should have been in the book. You're like, it is. I was like, what? <laughs> That's all we have for Hittite Warrior, but we'll be back next week with Dolores' Book of Greek Myths. But wait, what's this? Thanks to you, we now have 20 likes on our Facebook page, which pretty much feels like 20 million likes to us. Here's a shout out to our most recent fans on Facebook. A huge thank you to Michelle Waller, Heidi Marquez, Tammy Kemp, Christina Delfs, and Jennifer Pomplist. Go to facebook.com backslash fans to find out what we're reading next. We also post creative writing prompts and essay questions. In the notes section, you'll find samples of our own writing assignments. We want to hear from you. Post on our Facebook page or email us your ideas, and we'll share them on the show. Our email is corgipodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening! You were Hittite in a little village. The sea people came and burned it down. I was a desert maiden living in the hills, wondering why we bothered to talk if my brother hates you. I say, do you remember?
When the slave traders came, I hit them with a stick again, again. You told me to stop. Do you remember how I fell down at your feet? You shook my hair and man, did it feel good? You fell in love with the Hebrew dance, desert maiden. You are an awesome dude. I'm glad I saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh.